where I am again. Guess. I am in Los Angeles in the studio, the magical studio. India and Pro J's studio are incredible KTZ podcast producers. You know, I think back to when India told me I should do this podcast a few years ago and I literally put it off because I was afraid and now I'm like, Wow, I love having this community and this ability to express myself and share my love for astrology, share my love for human connection and delving into the fact that we're here on Earth in a solar system and we're made of stardust and 70% water and all these existential realities with you. It's been feeling great. So thank you to Electric Butter, the podcast producers. I'm getting lots of chills of gratitude. Scorpio season has been really powerful. So thank you for everyone who's been tuning in. And I know in particular, there's been a lot of love for diving into a specific sign kind of podcast we've done. The Scorpio Man episode we did with LB was a great episode that helped a lot of people feel seen all kinds of Scorpios or people who were into Scorpios or wanted to understand Scorpios more and particularly Scorpio men it was really important to have a more specific view on the depth and so I want to keep that series going and be able to invite more people who inspire me and whose journey can inspire others And through doing this, what I've been loving is that you're getting to know me more because I'm a Scorpio. So I know that and have a Virgo moon and a rising in Scorpio and uh, Mars in Cancer. So all that can really make me sometimes just live in my own little world. But astrology is about interconnectedness. And I want to connect you more to the Know the Zodiac world. And so a huge part of our world is my logo which I love. You're probably staring at it now if you're listening on SoundCloud and even if you're listening on another platform, it's there. So hi. (laughs) And it represents exactly what KTZ is, like an astrologer connected to the motherland who's reading and interpreting the stars on planet Earth and allowing herself to be seen as she's doing so. My Virgo moon is screaming. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, 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 okay. But it was designed by an incredible human, Gaston, who is a Gemini, Gaston the Gemini. <laughs> I went to USC with him, and it's really important for me, like Issa Rae said, it's important you don't have to network up, you can network within, and that's really what the magic has been. Uh, shout out to Capricorn, literally the goat, Issa Rae. <laughs> Because that's hella true in terms of connecting with podcast producer. It's amazing to be able to network with my soul sis, India, and to be able to have my logo designed by someone who I've known since I was 18 and has some really incredible talents and vision. He also designed the logo for Magic and Melanin, which I love. So if you guys need a logo design, 
guest on the Gemini will share more about how you can get that done. But I really, really recommend it. So I'm excited to have him here because he's already left an imprint on KTZ. And now we get to delve more astrologically and uh, have his perspective on being a Gemini man. And for all listeners, this series is not only about having a son in Gemini, but any Gemini placement in your chart that you're curious about or in someone else's chart that you want to learn more about. Or if you attract a lot of Geminis or Gemini-like energy. Also, right now, we're in the final days of Mercury retrograde when we're recording this. And so we're all influenced by Gemini energy. When Mercury is retrograde, there's still going to be a shadow period until mid-December. So I know Geminis tend to get a lot of hate, just like Scorpios do. So that's one of the reasons this podcast is necessary, because astrology needs to help heal and unite people we cannot use it in a divisive way it's such a responsibility to know one's chart and to understand that we're more than just our sun sign and we actually have a lot of different signs in our charts and it's not meant to ostracize even if you attract certain signs and there are certain patterns it's supposed to be a reflection for you to learn and so even though we joke around and humor will always be a part of astrology and it's okay to like have dark humor sometimes, all in all as a collective, I want us to thrive in an open-minded way when it comes to being curious about the signs and what we all represent because we are all mirrors of each other. Oh, Lord. Okay, so that needed to be said because as we enter 2020, that energy will help us so, so much. So with that being said, I would like to introduce Gaston the Gemini. He's going to tell you more about himself. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here. Of course, of course. <laughs> that intro is amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm loving the moon in Leo right now. And um, let's tell our listeners, you just looked it up what your main placements are. You're a Gemini sign, and then what is your moon sign and your rising sign? So my moon sign is a Leo. Mm -hmm. My rising is an Aquarius. Yes. And uh, Leo and Aquarius are opposite signs of the zodiac, so that's a really cool energy to have a sun in an air sign of Gemini, moon in a fire sign, Leo, and rising, the first impression that people have of guest on is Aquarius energy so I was telling him that's like a Quemini on J3000 and big boy energy kind of existing within him which I would really say kind of describes him like he's definitely much more than just that but that's a cool way to like be like yeah that's real chill a Quemini energy that exists and then the Leo adds a lot of fire he's very athletic so what other passions do you enjoy doing I know Gemini's are jacks of all trades, but what are some of your passions? I'm a very active person, so I'm always like trying to be more aware of my body. So I try to like have a more intense mind-body connection. That's real like practical like way of thinking, I guess. But um, I've done tumbling, so like on trampolines. I used to go to Sky Zone all the time, and you'd see me doing like 15 to 20 backflips for no reason. I still try to keep the kid in me, you know? like that curiosity of learning something new like right now i'm learning bruce lee's fighting style it's uh called jeet kundo mm-hmm. it's all about 
efficiency, power, and speed, and like not telegraphing the things you do. Because oftentimes when like people fight, it's more so either an art form or you're just wailing on somebody, and that's it's not. I like to be practical. I want to protect my family one day, so I I really resonate with something like this. Wow, thank you for sharing that. The versatility is very inspiring. Are there times that you might feel as a Gemini and just like you would benefit from choosing one thing? How do you navigate? They say Geminis naturally are able, like I'm a Scorpio, so I don't have that much Gemini in my chart. So I really have curiosity about this. And I know a lot of Scorpios and people who don't have as much are curious about how do you manage all of your different interests and desires? And There's a lot of experimentation. It's all about curiosity. I'll do it. I'll either learn that I'm it's something I want to keep doing or something that I don't. Mm. And each time I learn something from the last, like I did shoe design for a little bit. Um, I did that for a couple of weeks just to see if like, it was something I, th- I thought was cool. I like shoes. I like all types of design. So it was, it was like trying to find the right path for me. And I feel like eventually it locks in, at least for someone that I, I, I experience a lot. I try to experience a lot of different things and I learn something new each time. And I kind of take that with what I've had before mm-hmm. and um, get a better understanding of what exactly I do like and do want mm-hmm. as opposed to things that I don't want. Because you can ask someone, like, what are you looking for in someone? And a lot of times a person will just say the things that they don't want mm-hmm. first, but that's not really learning what they actually do like and appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once you find those things, if you find what you like and appreciate and the person that you're into, then you'll be able to stick it out and be with that person and love them the way they should be loved. Same with the career. If you find something that actually resonates with you and you feel like the good in it is better than the bad, then mm-hmm. that's something you should keep pursuing. So mm-hmm. like, at this point, I feel like I'm trying to lock in each one of these things, like career, body. The exercise that I do is I locked in the body. So that's mind, body, spirit. So I'm trying to work the mind, body, and the spirit. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more like an analytical way of mm-hmm. doing it. Um, often get told I overthink a lot. I'm glad you said that. A lot of Geminis can resonate with that, the overthinking. This is something that I think as a society, we can get lost in our thoughts and all of the different possibilities. And Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication. It's important to know what your planetary ruler is that's a whole other level of astrology if you know your planetary ruler it gives you more of a focus and emphasis about how to learn about yourself and on my app there will be information for you to access what your planetary ruler is so if you haven't downloaded it you should download know the zodiac and it's available on ios I appreciate all of the patient Android users. I am diligently working on getting the Android version out. Um, But if you have an iPhone or iOS, iPad, uh, go ahead and download it and you'll see the logo designed by Gus. So what tips from years of dealing with overthinking, especially since right now Mercury is retrograde. And so when Mercury is retrograde and you're a Gemini, you might think you have to freak out about it. It's actually a blessing because it allows you to slow down. So Mercury is the planet of communication. And when it's retrograde, it's like astronomically, there's this 
optical illusion that makes it appear as though it is rotating in reverse when in reality it's not it's just based on our positioning to it but for three weeks about three to four times a year it gives us this impression that it's going reverse even though it's not so it's all an optical illusion but that has an effect on the way we communicate as a collective and it often benefits us to slow down but because we're used to being in action so much slowing down can be challenges car breaks down your car gets eaten by the atm your text the person reads it and completely misinterprets everything that you said um you don't pass the exam that you thought you needed to get to the next level things like that that just seem like we've been conditioned to get frustrated at those things and to be like life is out to get me when in reality the universe might literally be trying to protect you from something so as a gemini are there special moments or like tips for yourself when you start to feel maybe anxiety from all the thoughts in your mind how do you ground yourself especially as an air sign awareness for me i'm trying to practice awareness more and just trying to uh, when i know that i'm overthinking just calm down and like just relax maybe smoke a little bit uh, just mm. get in the present and be able to uh, gear myself up for whatever i feel is coming next and um, i feel like this has been pretty helpful like when you were speaking about random events that cause you to slow down and things like that Things like that happen, um, obviously to everybody, but my anxiety comes sometimes. Like one time, a week before my birthday, my car was randomly totaled when it was parked on the side of the street. Like mm. it was just on the side of the street, I went out to a, a day party mm -hmm. and I came back and I mean, I got a call on my way home that uh, your car has been hit. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not even at my car. My car is parked in front of my house. And they're like, yeah, it's been hit pretty bad. So I got back and I was like, wow. I always have problems with cars and like broke down for a little while and then the next day I just I had to really feel it. I had to give myself a couple of days like feel like man this is this is terrible I don't have a way to get around how am I going to work how am I going to do all these things but then you just relax and just understand that like these things happen there's no real reason for it it's just things that happen in life it could be to stop you from something that mm -hmm. could be happening to you mm -hmm. in the future but I just knew that Everything just happens and it's how you react to it. The universe is not yes. out to get you. Yes. And I think the way that Scorpios have different levels of evolution, and that's what we talked about in the Scorpio Man podcast about how at first you might be like, hmm, listening to LBE at this stage of life is a little different than some of the Scorpios I'm engaged with. I was explaining that there were different levels of Scorpios and LB himself was explaining how he's been through all of them. Geminis also have evolution, but in the sense of they're associated with twins. They are associated with duality, but more than that, multiplicity and an infinite ability to morph into something new at any moment, especially the present moment. And so for other people, that chameleon-like effect can feel both intriguing and jarring because as soon as they feel like they've gotten to know the Gemini, the Gemini can change. And so, for example, even talking to Gaston right now, he could be feeling this way. And then maybe next week, if we have this podcast again, he could say something that very much contradicts what he's saying now. And we all have these moments, but Gemini's, it seems to be more pronounced sometimes. That's why with Gemini's, it seems like they're more than one person. 
it's not necessarily something that can be quantified. I think it's more energetic, but have you noticed within you a duality or would you say when people say Geminis are represented by the twins because of their changing nature, what does that mean to you as a Gemini? It's fair. I I don't understand how people like kind of attack you. Anytime I go somewhere and tell my sign, they're like, oh, you're Gemini, they're crazy. I Mm -hmm. hate them. That um, mm. is probably because of the duality. I go through situations in relationships. It's it's not really a feeling thing. It's more of a logical thing. So I guess it's taking that analytical thought, and that goes back to overthinking. So for me in particular, that kind of duality is balancing feeling versus reason. Mm. And sometimes I feel like the reasons outweigh the feeling and vice versa. So in relationships, that gets murky, especially when... You know, you're in a committed situation with someone, you're sharing experiences and all of this, and then reason comes in. So that thing is, I think that's probably the reason mm. why, at least for me. Yeah. yeah. So the attacking of the Geminis, what's the most in-depth interpretation or assessment someone has ever told you of why they felt a certain way about a Gemini? It would have to be because the ever-changing nature, I think. What do people fear about the way Gemini changes? And is there something you fear yourself about your changing nature? They fear that a person would be there today and be gone tomorrow. But I don't feel like that's always necessarily the case because Geminis are also at the same time very loyal. And it's something I have to deal with all the time, and it's just going back to that awareness. You have to be aware of like how you're presenting yourself because... As we just discussed earlier, like not showing emotion does not mean necessarily that I don't feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. Let's dive deeper onto that. So Gemini is an air sign. If you're listening to this and you are an Aquarius, a Libra or a Gemini, or you have those placements in your chart, that means that you have air sign influence. An air sign in astrology is associated with more of the intellect and the mind. And so it doesn't mean that there's no emotion or other elemental energy but it does mean that you do live in a more cerebral kind of mindset and you enjoy connecting with people who understand you you're very much sapiosexuals gemini's are attracted to people's minds first as well as aquarius i think libra is because they're ruled by venus they still have more of the physical element that attracts them first often and the intellect is a plus but aquarius and gemini definitely are more likely to be into you based on how attracted they are to your mind rather than other things and then everything else is a plus so one thing with Geminis is I really do think they are more sensitive than they outwardly appear and can you maybe explain because I'm a Scorpio once again so I'm really looking at this from such a Scorpio world (laughs) which is like what is it about the emotion and sensitivity that might not come as naturally or make it appear like it doesn't come as naturally for you to express yourself emotionally I think it comes out in different ways I think um, having like open dialogue about how you feel is tough for us sometimes but it comes out in different ways I got yelled at one time for saying that I snapped but I didn't snap in terms of like disrespecting I just snapped as in like calling her out for what it was that she was doing like just straight up mm-hmm. and she's like oh you snapped so we get that too so it's just more like a sometimes telling the truth almost yeah. too yeah telling it so much like it is that it people can get offended by it mm-hmm. 
Okay. So some people say that Gemini's, I'm going to start pulling in some questions. What's cool is that I just shared this on the page and questions are coming in right now. Questions and comments are coming in. So I'm, this is really fun. I'm going to be able to just start pulling some in. Let me just go ahead and say what Namaste Natalia just posted 10 minutes ago. She wants people to know that in terms of what's misunderstood about Gemini is that we're fake with quotation marks on fake, when in reality we're such strong empaths and quote unquote people pleasers that at times the desire to appease everyone is debilitating, resulting in a state of constant confusion and restlessness. Well, first of all, you are such a Gemini expressing yourself in such a way. <laughs> like that was really well expressed. And she makes me think of Alexa. She was on the podcast earlier this season and she also runs No Gemini page. If you're a Gemini, you definitely want to be following No Gemini because you're going to find your people who get you. But thank you for sharing it that way. Here, I'll let you read that if you want to um, like okay. touch on whatever points speak to you about what she is expressing as like what's she wants people to know is not true about Gemini's. What resonates with you? I've never been called fake before, but I do value genuine connection and personal empathy. Mm. I have heard a lot of Gemini's say that they do feel like they have to people please, but I wonder if, do you sometimes feel, and this can be very powerful to see if this might be a distinction between Gemini men and Gemini women, because I hear from Gemini women that they sometimes feel this pressure to appease everyone, as Natalia said, and to be people pleasers. Do you feel that way at times, or do you feel like you're able to set more clear boundaries? I feel like I'm able to set boundaries. I don't feel like I need to please everyone. The people I care for, I feel like I should. I mean, at times I feel like I should be doing some things for certain people that I believe, but that's self-inflicted, I would say. Is that contradictory? Oh, well, contradictory <laughs> is part of the Gemini nature. So you're saying, keep exploring that. Okay, so I said I did not feel that I needed to people please. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, the people that I value, I feel like I need to make sure that I'm there for them. Mm-hmm. That's very, very Gemini. Hmm. That's very well expressed. I think what I would challenge our Skymates who feel a certain way about Gemini is to figure out, first, our feelings are valid if there have been experiences that make us, you know, we're, we're a product of our experiences, but we also have to figure out what is it about the duality and change and ability to see different perspectives that could make us feel insecure and then how can we be present with the Gemini instead of projecting things upon them but I do want to dive deeper into the shadow side of Gemini every sign has a shadow side and I think what Gemini shadow side can be associated with is that sometimes Geminis are manipulators or liars or like not very honest about certain situations or are able to play the game and decide what honesty means to them, especially as a sign of communication and are very smart and are also very charming. So they're able to charm their way through things. So if there was one of the best con people in the world, people would probably say it's a Gemini. What are your thoughts on that? Ooh, shadow signs make me feel... I love talking about shadows because I'm a Scorpio. So I'm like, ooh, that was fun. <laughs> we all have a shadow side. Can't deny it. 
I feel that like the shadow side is not necessarily seen in that way. I feel like it's seen in a different way. Like I care about you, but this is how I'm feeling, but I'm still not presenting all of the cards, all the information to you. Like, because I'm still one, trying to figure out the situation myself or two, just actually going through the duality of do I feel this or do I not and overthinking and all that. So we do go through that but not in a negative way. I'm not intentionally trying to manipulate, I, but I have gotten that before. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have gotten that before in the past. And um, I didn't see it that way, but when they explained exactly like what I had done, then there I had to just listen and understand and know how to not do that in the future. You know, I do think from my experience with Geminis, there is a big variety of the self-awareness and it comes in waves, as all humans do. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that when people are asking in terms of the Gemini's shadow side, why do Gemini men think they can outsmart everyone? Because Gemini is ruled with the sign of communication, like the Peter Pan of the Zodiac, that kind of energy is very Gemini energy. What would you respond to that? You just even giggled. Like, the way you laughed and chuckled was Gemini. (laughs) It was like... (laughs) Yeah, I was like, yeah, we probably can outsmart you. It is. I mean, that's... (laughs) Well, I understand people. Like, I I even look up body language just Mm -hmm, to understand, mm -hmm. like, how people are feeling. And I'm very aware of if they're standing timid, if they have their feet in a different direction, if they're interested, if they're not. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to talk to people in a way that I feel like relates to them and that's why I've gotten to where I've gotten pretty much is just by connecting with people in different ways and using my skills to connect with people and all these different kinds of people come in I'm able to relate to them and listen to what they like and that's why I'm able to do the logo things Mm -hmm. with you is like actually just listening and when you're so aware of people and how they move then you're able to kind of use it you could use it to your advantage if you wanted to thank you i really appreciated the way you expressed that that was very well expressed because i could see that now so that's that explains things that explains say yes the truth is from a pure astrological perspective gemini's probably can outsmart you Signs are meant to be sometimes better at certain things than others. That's why we sometimes seek out someone with like stronger Virgo placements to be on our team to help us strategize or minimalize or become more efficient. Or we might seek a Leo friend to help us work on boosting our self-esteem. Geminis, think about the times you have connected with a Gemini who their ability to be smart has helped you but when it can get problematic is if the gemini isn't self-aware and understanding how yes you're born with a great ability to be smart but is this harming others or not taking into account how they consistently feel and then i think one of the dangers that gemini can be associated with when it comes to the lying is that it doesn't always feel like a lie to Gemini because Gemini is able to create maybe a new story for themselves that they believe. So it's almost as if if it is a lie, they are able to believe the lie. So it doesn't feel like a lie. So that's when people start saying Geminis are quote unquote crazy or have a dual personality. Or that's when they're like, 
you don't remember that you said this? And I actually am curious about this. I'm like, do you really not? I really wish this could have been recorded because this makes me feel like I'm crazy, but I'm not. So, you know, I'm curious about Gemini's in that sense. Is it like? <laughs> Definitely got that one before too. Um, but for me, it was in the moment that was the truth. <laughs> I forgot. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's very honest. No, I mean that's that's one thing I'm a victim of is kind of like just being in, in the present in that way. Like I will forget some things, and then it's the new truth that I remember. Mm. But um, I have a lot of conviction with that too because it's what I feel. <laughs> wow. So, do you? Uh, how do you feel about? Love. One of the things that the twins are also associated with with Gemini is even though they are an air sign, so they enjoy freedom and adventure and doing their own thing and feeling independent and not controlled, all of that is very air sign energy. The twins also represent, in a way, a soulmate. And it seems like Gemini, some could argue that their restlessness in love and friendship and social life in general and even professional life is linked to their desire to find more of a vibrational match and so if they're going around and seeming to be more casual or explorative it's because they're searching for something that's part of what the twins can also represent in astrology so in terms of love and social life have you felt a restlessness? How would you describe yourself as a Gemini man? What is your love style or one of your love styles or multiple love styles? Yeah, it is a little restlessness. It's um, finding the right person at the right time. I've been in situations where the right person hasn't been in the right time. And then I've been in, in the situations where it's been the right time and not the right person. Um, and what qualifies as the right time? In some situations, it, it may, may be extreme if there's like a long distance situation like if if it was the right time one would move to the next state to be with that person but if it's not the right time mm. it, it's not time to make that sacrifice mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of situations like that um have you been in a long distance relationship before one of the things they say about gemini's actually i'm curious if our listeners would agree is that long distance actually works pretty well with Gemini compared to other signs because Geminis are an air sign that embrace their independence, but it can still trigger insecurity in who they're with because Gemini are a sign that embrace their independence. It's like a, what do you think of long distance? I think ultimately um, we value our independence and so we need to be with someone that also values their independence and that way it would work because any other way it kind of doesn't work. I have been in a long-distance situation before, and it worked until it didn't, you know, because I am independent and also, like, was allowing that kind of independence in the other person, but the other person is not the same type of person, so it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see. So... It's interesting that you say that because we talked about contrast. So just, like, there is the twin that is very, very independent... There's the twin that can be clinkier, a Gemini twin that can actually seek profound commitment when they have fallen in love or think they've fallen in love or someone consumes their mind or consciousness more than usual. Has that happened to you before? And 
especially I know a lot of Scorpio women. Interestingly, Scorpios are often the ones viewed as the clingy ones, but I've had a lot of Scorpio women express that when they've been with a Gemini man, the Gemini man, eventually it was a big turn. It was like a twist where the Gemini man started off nonchalant. And then by the end, it was the Gemini man who was much clingier in the relationship. How are you when you fall in love? How are you when, yeah. Um, I don't get clingy. I did when I was younger. Mm, I did. Okay. So talk about your younger self in case people might be at that stage. Um, yeah, back then that was at the time where uh, I get really emotionally invested mm-hmm. in a person and I see all of their highlights and not necessarily the things that aren't as good for me. Mm. And uh, you kind of get blinded by that and therefore you long for their existence and you long for their company and their connection. And then um, when that's taken away in an, uh, an abrupt manner, then you kind of, it's just like a whirlwind because you're like so attached at that point. And so, like, we go from these phases of only wanting independence to being attached to only wanting independence. It's dependent on the the phase that we're in at the moment, and sometimes one phase is a catalyst for another. So, like, one situation where you're really attached, I've gotten really attached, and then I broke up, and then I got really detached, and mm-hmm. then for a while it's just completely on an independent attempt and not want any kind of relationship just wanted um, companionship that was was very important to me for those years but yeah and then the phase switches again and I start feeling a little more longing for a mate and an emotional connection with one single person and building something with one single person so it's flipped a few times Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is really really well described That explains how it's so much more than duality and it's all interconnected in the end. And we all should be more curious of these different phases that occur in the way we love and what we seek. And we shouldn't necessarily feel like it has to be one or the other either. Um, It's okay to want both independence and companionship or connection. So somebody asked in terms of like younger Gemini, less evolutionary energy. Um, Why do Gemini men feel they can talk their way out of anything? Her response to her own question was, talk about deflection, shake my head. (laughs) (laughs) Is it deflection or is it something else? And I'm curious about that one. Why do Gemini men feel they can talk their way out of anything? Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a form of deflection. If I don't really want to talk about it, I'm going to either change the subject or go around the, the converse, that same you, conversation. Yeah, Gemini men are good at that. Uh, Real better good. than just ignoring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Gemini thing to say. The Scorpio would be like, is it? <laughs> the Gemini is like, oh, let me say something. I definitely think the silent treatment is dangerous, but Geminis can do silent treatment, but not for that long. Geminis can't hold grudges as long as Scorpios, for example, but Geminis can be petty, if not longer. They don't necessarily hold grudges, but they can be petty. What about your petty side? <laughs> it's not It's not that high, um, <laughs> but I've had my moments where um, I'll slide like a, a verbal jab or two at someone mm. just to be petty. like. Mm. Yeah. That's very, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the verbal jabs. They don't like that, but it's, it's always the truth. But it's, you know, it is 
out of pettiness you feel a certain way so you kind of just shoot it back out but then I sometimes I really feel bad about that after <laughs> are you able to apologize yeah one time I noticed it immediately after and I was like I'm sorry I really didn't mm. I really didn't mean to say that but it just slipped out like it was a petty jab <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you find yourself just noticing that and apologizing and being able to move on or do you have a moment where you kind of self-assess where that's coming from and if there's something deeper that is trying to tell you. I think for me that awareness is kind of misinterpreted because they, when I apologize immediately after, like I do understand what it is that you're saying and that's something I can't do and I should fix that. But they think like, oh, you're just apologizing just to console me or something. Mm. Like, no, like I'm actually aware like that was not a good decision. And I'm sorry for saying that. I'm sorry for snapping back, you know? Yeah. Mm. I'm glad that you clarified that because I've been on that side where I'm like, is your apology genuine Mm -hmm. or is it just because you're such a good communicator? That's what people get confused about with Gemini's Mm -hmm. is, are you being real with me? So I was telling guests that a lot of Gemini's are really good actors and entertainers and writers and public speakers, or at least have the ability to be if they want to be or if they explore that. So I do think because of that ability to put on a show naturally in an organic way, people can sometimes find it hard to know who you really are. Mm -hmm. If you were to describe who you are as a Gemini man, what would you say? Mm. I'm in a growing process phase. This this year has been a lot of pivotal change for me, just understanding what manhood means to me right now. Mm -hmm. Just being out in Los Angeles, you know, by myself with like no family but good friends Mm -hmm. very good friends but just trying to navigate all the things that we're all going through through life and just trying to keep growing and keep progressing to the next stages that I want to eventually get to I have a lot of goals Mm -hmm. just with myself like my spirit my relationship with people my career my body Um, so everything is just kind of just enjoying the process right now yeah mind body spirit connection you started off with that and that's i think going to be very helpful for a lot of gemini's dealing with restlessness or anxiety or even just frustration about judgment of how other people judge you there's no need to feel like you have to prove yourself you just have to focus on that mind body spirit connection so that you can be in alignment with yourself and uh, this is a universal everyone Um, But because Gemini is an air sign and is ruled by Mercury, which rules the mind, it's especially true for Geminis to be able to ground themselves in that way. Um, In terms of compatibility, have you noticed how you feel with certain signs? Is there a certain sign you're drawn to or that you've noticed harmony with as opposed to signs that you found were a little more complicated romantically? I've enjoyed my relationship with Leos. Mm. It's interesting. I've had some issues with Geminis. Oh, Gemini on Gemini. But those are also very like impactful mm-hmm. relationships, very dynamic, because um, you're both kind of riding the same vibe and wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Pisces is that's a that's a trip. <laughs> it is a trip. Gemini Pisces is such a trip. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of emotion. Yeah. The Pisces will activate emotion out of Gemini a lot mm-hmm. more than Gemini is often ready for, but still very intrigued by. Yeah. 
But those are the, those are the ones I can. Those name. are really good ones that you've named, and I'm very excited to. We're gonna delve more deeply into compatibility and astrology. Remember that knowing your Venus sign and your Moon sign helps you know your partner's love language, and helps you better understand what the strengths and challenges of your dynamic is. So yeah, I know Gemini and Leo is definitely one that is pretty remarkable if both signs are able to celebrate each other and not get too caught up in like trying to control what the other is doing. Um, That's definitely a very dynamic and passionate, exciting and adventurous connection. I know Gemini and Scorpio tends to be one of the most traditionally incompatible relationships. And I think it is because of the extreme contrasts in love languages. So I do think if both signs have a true genuine desire to get to know their partner's love language, then it can be potentially a very exciting and healing connection, but it takes a lot of work and patience. And so I think it's okay if you try something and you're kind of tired of putting in the work. I think Geminis can teach the signs the art of taking things breath by breath because they're an air sign. But I also think even though Geminis often get the rap of being able to move on quickly and let go quickly, I actually think they have more that they hold on to than it seems like. What would you say? That's true. I carry a lot of things with me, um, but I am able to kind of just keep going and keep living the life that, I, that I'm that i in right now. Um, my tattoo says, live for today, hope for tomorrow. So I guess it's, mm-hmm. I put that on me, so I guess it's really something I try to embody. Yeah, if a Gemini uh, <laughs> makes a decision and commits to yeah. a tattoo, for example. I have a yeah, bunch of tattoos, too. So you, how many do you have? Uh, a whole half sleeve. Mm-hmm. So that's a one, two, three, four, five, six. Gemini's be like, yeah. oh, just a few. <laughs> yeah. So as this retrograde ends, the final Mercury retrograde of the decade, which has been such a trip, by the time you guys are listening, it's over. So congrats. And uh, it's been a trip full of lessons. What are your intentions for yourself as a Gemini man? A self-aware Gemini man entering 2020 and I'm going and I'm saying intentions because your mini selves can have multiple goals for yourselves um, yeah how are you feeling at this end of the decade uh, with your ruler going direct and um, the year getting ready to morph into a new one um, I've actually had a roller coaster year. A lot went on this year. But coming out the back end, I like truly appreciate all of the the highs and lows I had. And that makes me kind of just looking forward to the next year. And I'm looking forward to going back to see my mom. Uh, she she lives in Texas, you know, so I, like I try to, to keep that connection with them in the same way. It's kind of hard being this far away. It's a 21-hour drive, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, my career, the company I'm working with, we have a lot of big plans for the upcoming years, so that's pretty exciting to be to be of value in that way. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, and then continue training and continue working out and being. And what about love? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All parties want to know how Gemini feels about love. About love. <laughs> um, the thing is, now I'm very open to it. I'm um, I'm very open to it at this point, and I'm just taking it as it comes. I'm not a person that likes to rush those things. I know when you go out looking for something, you never find it. You just take it in as it is. Um, and enjoying the situation I have now and being uh, just present in that situation. I feel like I came to a more open-minded and loving space. So mm, I like that. Um, I know one thing the wave. they say that you do, yes, is riding the wave. And that's very beautiful and inspiring. I also know that for some people, it can make it feel like Gemini isn't able to always have conversations about the future mm-hmm. and what that could be and it's because Gemini is saying well I'm being so present and so sometimes people think that's a cop out from being able to build something what do you think about that and how what advice would you give to someone who is dating or wants to date a Gemini man who might be mm, so present that they don't even want to talk or aren't able to talk about the future um, that just goes back to um, what you value I think once you figure out the things that you value you're able to make that commitment to and be able to have that conversation about like yeah I really want to do this or I want to talk about more than just today like um, where are we at in the next year that mm-hmm, kind of thing mm-hmm. I'm personally not in the situation to mm-hmm. have that discussion but mm-hmm. I'm open to it in a past situation, do you ever feel that when you actually really connected with someone that you would want to talk about the future with, that a part of you actually didn't because it was like a little overwhelming? Yeah, and that goes back to like the uh, just different phases in my life. Like I, I had other things that were more important to me at the time mm-hmm. than a full-fledged committed relationship. Mm-hmm. I had, mm-hmm. that was putting my goals ahead of mm-hmm. um, that was just what was best for me at the time mm-hmm. and I was able to I guess commit to that because mm-hmm. I felt like you have your goals and you don't want to get sidetracked if you have those you know sometimes Gemini's are associated with ghosting people and it can hurt people's feelings mm-hmm. what do you have to say about that even if it's not something you do personally but for someone who might have been hurt or a Gemini who's a chronic ghoster mm-hmm well, a lot of cases they'll be back. Um, mm, that is very. <laughs> if they go somewhere, it's probably temporary. And if they really value who you are as a person, they'll come back and talk to you. And sometimes they'll talk to you like they never left. And can't that be a little? And you're talking about the Gemini themselves. Yeah. So, so some people would say that's toxic. I know that's a little extreme because we all, to a certain extent, have ghosted. I have to say, I can hold myself accountable. But sometimes ghosting is a form of self-protection. Other Mm -hmm. times, though, it's maybe not wanting to express or set the boundary, or that's the boundary itself. Mm -hmm. And then other times, I do think it's maybe just not, I can admit sometimes just more selfish ghosting of like, well. Sometimes it's difficult just to have those conversations like uh, that we do need to end it or I'm not interested or anything like that. It takes a certain amount of maturity to sit and say that, 
uh, this is not working for me and this is why mm -hmm. it just takes awareness because oftentimes you kind of you just do what's best for you and you just mm -hmm. I don't know how to have this conversation and mm -hmm. then I just leave yeah. I'm not a ghoster I still communicate oftentimes like I said before that I've went back a few times in my past <laughs> yeah yeah and that takes awareness too to like not play those games anymore even mm. though it's not a game it's a um most times you can just generally want to talk to them but you don't realize the what damage that does oh that was really wow that makes i hope that's healing for you all if you've been ghosted by a gemini or a gemini pop back up on you after having you feeling hurt by them i try to be careful of the way i express things because it's not that people hurt us necessarily it's that we feel hurt and our feelings are valid but we still have to have agency over our own feelings and not place blame on people but become aware of how certain situations and people what it can ignite in terms of our own feelings and so if you felt ghosted by a gemini or felt hurt by one that can be refreshing to know that yes I would add both sides, that there is an element of we genuinely wanted to reconnect with you and talk with you, and I didn't mean this in a harmful way, and that I do think the other more shadow side of Gemini is not that they meant it in a harmful way, but maybe it's more of a manipulative way that knows when to come back in. So it's up to us skymates to become aware the fact that Gemini is one of the smartest, wittiest, most cunning and mastermind signs of the Zodiac, which is why they can be so fiercely hated and loved. Even the Geminis who I'm not going to name names because energetically it's just not even worth it. But the Geminis currently in our world that are causing a lot of disruption and uh, making people feel a certain way, they can't be characterized as one thing that's what we have to keep in mind with gemini's it's really not black and white and as we release this need to characterize them the more free they'll be able to become and everything that comes with freedom you can't control it it's very much like air gemini is an air sign that can't be captured and is ever changing so you might be listening to this feeling like you don't have a set fixed answer on what a Gemini man is. And that's the beauty of it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just hope if anything, you have a more open minded view. And if you're healing from a relationship where because either the Gemini did not know themselves enough or you did not connect in a way that felt beneficial I hope that you just can view this as a sign that not all Geminis are the same. It's really important to not characterize a sign because of our past experiences. And I hope that, you know what these podcasts have been doing for me? They've been helping me attract the evolved kind of representation of whatever sign we're talking about. So when we talked about Scorpios with LB soon after the podcast there were really amazing Scorpios during Scorpio season who manifested in my life so I hope that you all will either deepen a relationship with your current Gemini if you have your Gemini Bay or best friend tell them to listen to this tell them you see them or maybe you'll connect with one sometime soon and you'll be blown away by the connection I'm really hoping 
that it's awesome. So thank you for spending time to uh, share at being here with us, Gaston. It was so great having you here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Where can people stay in touch and especially also like if they want logo designs or just want to talk more about different passions, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, my Instagram is Gaston Corday. Can you spell that for That's us? That's G-U-E-S-T-O-N-C-O-R-D-A-E. I'll also share that in the info box. And um, if you had to express what you do as an entrepreneur one time, as guest creative, what would you say that is? I'm a, a designer. I like to listen to people's needs and create something of use for them. I do that with logos and homes and backyard caves, man caves, she sheds, pool houses. Wow. Um, Gemini Etc. Yeah. Yeah, he got you covered. Yeah, so you <laughs> hit him up for whatever incredible design needs you need. Thank you for believing in KTZ and investing your incredible talent into this vision. And uh we'll see you well we're you're right here. We're we're gonna be all here together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Indy. Uh, Love you. <laughs> Make sure you all subscribe. Let us know what resonated with you from this episode. Um, Share this with friends. Let me know what sign you want to dive into next. I'm loving this series. And make sure to download the Know the Zodiac app on iOS. It's this new world. Uh, The community is going to keep growing and exciting ways to better understand yourself and others will be presented very very frequently so thank you for the support and i'll see you in the next episode bye